When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We've got home games at Citizens Bank Park. That will be happening next week. We're dancing, we're celebrating, we're closer to the official start of Red October as we're winding down the regular season games. But the most exciting part of this all is we talked about it here on PHOY Philly's podcast of what the team needs to do, what we were looking forward to, and it happened from Aaron Nola to Johan Rojas and much more that we've got to get into. So welcome to the show. I'm Renee Washington, joined by Jamie Lynch. And Jamie, honestly, I forgot the cigars and the champagne, but I'm still in a high from last night of just excitement. Uh, how you feeling coming off of just that playoff clinching victory? Uh, that was pretty great. You know, um, to, to do it in the fashion they did it was a little bit of a torture <laughs> in the moment, but it almost made it sweeter. Uh, peace, love, and Rojas, as Brandon Marsh was saying in the locker room after the game. Uh, pretty awesome to see him get a Paul Owens award before the game uh, with Orion and then get, uh, I believe since 1930 like, or something they said, the first walk-off clinching hit by the Phillies uh, and it goes to the young kid Johan Rojas who has in my opinion played his way into an everyday role in the playoffs uh, you know there's plenty of time to discuss rotations and bullpen rotations and all that stuff uh, but Rojas is, is hard to keep out of the lineup he's kind of got that clutch factor that the rest of this team has Yes, yes. The 16th playoff appearance and the first time clinching at home since 2011 for the Phillies. And we're dancing. Uh, welcome in to you guys in the chat. I, I loved so many things about yesterday, minus the way the game started in the beginning. Um, but we'll, we'll get into that. Right now we're talking all positives. We won't get into that too much, just too quickly. But afternoon, everybody. Welcome. Uh, yes, peace, love, and Rojas. Da dancing on my own is back in full effect. We've got Garrett Stubbs in the overalls, had everybody's overalls for them in the clubhouse. Of course, he was the only one that was prepared and had them on ready to go. The playlist was booming. Uh, also, the fact they were, they were rocking a lot of little Wayne, whose birthday is today, ironically. Oh, wow. So we're dancing on my own. We're rocking the birthday guy. We I know Castellanos is a big little Wayne proponent. In the I loved room. him. Brandon Marsh just kind of... I got to be honest, uh, the immaturity of me uh, <laughs> could not help but laugh when Zach Wheeler was getting interviewed by the great Tom McCarthy and my dick was playing in the background I know. very loudly. <laughs> and Tom, the professional that he was, knew it and was like, you guys want to wait till the end of this song? And he was trying to like, and yeah. it was just like, now nah, we're going, it's a party. I think Zach was also asking that too. Yeah, yeah they both were kind of like, should we wait? Um, yeah. yeah. Look, Stubbs is ready. We are all ready. What I love in those moments is when you have a chance to see everybody's personality come out. Like Aaron Nola gave us classic Aaron Nola. He just gives me, he's such like a... 
He was I, very appreciative. He's very appreciative, still very mild-mannered. Then you have Cassie Clutch, Nick Castellanos, and Brandon Marsh just back there rapping a little Wayne. You've got Garrett Stubbs just dropping it all over the place in the overalls. Yeah. Like you, everybody's personality comes out. Then you had the the young ones, um, and then of course we even have Jose Alvarado bringing out the 1942. He was double fisting uh, tequila <laughs> double bottles. Fisting. I love that he had the Class A Azul tequila, the 1942 Don Julio bottles in his hand, pouring shots for everybody. Like, who would you be in the locker room? Which guy would you be? Which, uh, which area I would are you? I'm not a dancer, uh, so it would take a lot for me to dance. <laughs> I would be spraying uh, champagne and beers on, on everybody. Okay. Uh, I would definitely be right up there in Topper's face, letting one fly, uh, as JT did. And I would be double fisting tequilas. Uh, and hopefully having my wife drive home and I would just be <laughs> partying without dancing, probably screaming a lot and, and spraying bottles. Yeah. yeah, I definitely, it's funny, I know we tweeted out, Trey Turner went right in for the tequila, he skipped over the champagne. I think I'm skipping over the champagne to drink. I'm, I'm spraying the champagne in one hand, I'm probably drinking in the other, um, but yeah, it is, I, I think I, I'm definitely a dancer, so I would oh. definitely be dancing with my cigar. And there's Look a at picture. This shot. Look, I it's, mean, it's awesome. I, I'd be right there in the Mix. I'm, I'm more of a Stubbs vibe in the okay. group. Like, I'm I the one that He had a dance-off with, like, Soto, yeah. I think, at one point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and they, I love they were getting low. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, look, Stubbs got, has the knees, as we know. He and definitely does. I hope my man drank some liquid IV or something, <laughs> because he's probably going to be behind the dish today. And uh, I have a feeling, you know, I, I'm sure you saw Brandon Marsh at Xfinity oh, Live yeah. after the game. <laughs> I don't need the, the, the stripper belt off routine and riding the bull, but I'm glad they were having fun. Um, yeah, I'm sure those guys are not going to be in tip-top shape no, today. But no. after a long season like that and making the playoffs, uh, it was pretty awesome to hear you know Rob Thompson go when he was addressing the team before he got sprayed. How many more? You know, yep. and he said, the hard part is getting here. Now we're here. We're built for playoff baseball. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty awesome to see, you know, Tom McCarthy and the guys in the locker room. Every question was, you know, this team is very close. Very, And every player, it was such a genuine, like, yeah, we love each other. Yeah. It, it, is, yeah. it is such a likable, enjoyable team. Uh, I was hooked on TV, on the TV last night. I couldn't, uh, you know, get away from that in the Twitter videos. <laughs> I was up to like 1230, just kind of riding. And that Philly's high. Yeah, I honestly was uh, like on the edge of my seat, just smiling like a proud, proud mom, I guess. I was just like <laughs> cheesing at the screen. But I, there were so many great moments and I just couldn't pull myself away. Um, the lineup, to your question, Greg, has the lineup been released? It's going to be like nobody. <laughs> I mean, the lineup is, is whatever. It doesn't matter at this point because I, I everybody, like Stubbs was saying, JT deserves a day off. I'll be out there, I guess. But I, look, we're not expecting anybody to be in tip-top shape that was I think downing. last year after they clinched, Ranger, I'm pretty positive, Ranger pitched the following day and ended up getting shelled. Yeah, I mean, it's... So, luck. the boys partied last night. Brian Berkey in the chat. If you want to throw a plus 110 Pirates bet in today, yeah. it's not the worst idea I've ever heard. No. Uh, definitely not. But they uh, they were feeling no pain last night. And uh, it's it's really shocking as a grown adult how much I enjoy watching them celebrate. Like, yeah. it, it really kind of just, like, warms your heart. I, I Again, it was it was awesome. Payoff. It was awesome, and I know Patrick Glenn is talking about the comments made about Trey Turner's wife, who's carrying their newborn. Um, and and it's late at night. You're carrying a newborn. You've got two young kids. I'm the she. Look, we're not judging anybody for how they celebrate because, especially for the wives that have the babies while their husbands are 
throwing back tequila and champagne. Um, <laughs> they're excited, but they're also tired. It's a very long season. It's a very long day. And for all of us to see them kind of let loose, I love seeing them each going back out to the field with their kids, Bryce, Bryson with their, their wives, their kids, their families. They're taking pictures. They're throwing back shots. Um, also, we, you know, see them rob with no goggles. I was like, Rob? All right, tough guy Thompson. No yeah. goggles. I think I'd be, I'd absolutely have to I have goggles. I would 100% have yeah, goggles yeah, on. Just, there's no way with everything. Everybody just spraying champagne all over the I, place. Uh, yeah, Garrett Stubbs, was, <laughs> uh, he had a great line. You know, they... Uh, they said, he said, uh, this locker room's going to stink for the next yes. six weeks, <laughs> and I can't wait to be here every day. The way they were talking was supremely confident. Like, it was. They, they expect to be playing, you know, up until the World Series again. And the way Rob Thompson was talking about Aaron Nola, we'll get into that. Every statement from them was genuine belief that they're going to be playing late into October um, and it, it was it was a pretty awesome night down at Citizens Bank Park. Yeah, Red October is coming. It's 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 here, guys. But look, yeah. I when do, is October first? Is that Monday? Sunday. Sunday is, is October first. Okay. We are already dancing into October. Yeah. But look, it is it is great to see the celebrations. It is also just as you talk about, great to hear and everybody's responses as. Everyone's getting interviewed. Zach, Brandon, Nick. Nick at first was a man of very few words. The first answer of sure had me cracking up, but he got better as the interview went on. Um, and yes, he did say, I know as people were talking on the chat, he didn't learn a damn thing. Um, but That was pretty but funny. That was really funny. What did you I, learn this again, year, Nick? Not, not a, damn a damn thing. thing. <laughs> but I, I did like how you consistently heard and Brandon really summed it up best. Like at this point, it's not about anyone individually. It's about us as a team. This is about trying to find... You know, just winning games. It's not a me thing. It's a team thing. We before, you know, we first, as you can say, uh, 13 more wins. Yes. Spiral out. I know that was what we were Hell talking yeah. about. We've been talking about, too, and even the name of the segment or show, I should say. But it's it's all about winning the next game. It's all about 13 more victories. It's not about any individual performance or the future of the, and what's going to happen in the offseason or the rotation. It's about when my name is called, being ready. And we saw that next man up mentality really play out, obviously, because as we have, and I tweeted out, who's going to be the Phillies player that makes the big play? We've seen it be Bryce Harper. We've seen it be Bryson Stott. We've seen it be Aaron Nola on the mound. And did we expect it to be Hoffman, Rojas, and Pache. Well, that's that's <laughs> like, that's the beauty of this team. I love is that. Literally anybody can get you. Uh, I mean, the daycare at the bottom of the order. These kids are, are awesome. And yes, I can say kids because I think I'm like 15 years older than a lot of them. Um, they're great. They they can come up clutch. The heart of the order, I mean, there might not be a, be a more clutch hitter in all of baseball than Bryce Harper and what he's shown you. Uh, Alec Bohm with runners in scoring positions been great. Mm -hmm. JT has that greatness in him. Like Castellanos, if he's eating his Scooby Snacks, you never know. <laughs> it, it, it's the entire lineup can hurt you. And not every team can say that. Because uh, playoff baseball is... It is nerve-wracking. It is gut-wrenching. It is. Uh, it's. It's like. It's not like any other sport to me. Yeah. Um, it's more. I don't know. Torturous and exhilarating. Like football, uh, basketball, hockey. Hockey, you're on the edge of your seat. But like football and basketball, to me, are more like. 
I don't live and die by every moment. You know what I mean? Okay. Like in football, I can kind of like rationalize like, all right, well, you got to stop here. Baseball, you kind of never know what's going to happen. And I'm kind of biting my nails and one hit can change an entire series. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just so many X factors to how games can be won and lost that it's like truly exhilarating and torturous. Like the highs are hot, so high and the lows are so low. Uh, it's what makes playoff baseball so great. You know, I think when you think about baseball compared to other sports, it is a little bit more momentum predictable. And yes, momentum is, is key Huge. in, in Absolutely. baseball as well, but in a different way. Yeah. And so that is what makes it so unpredictable. You don't know when a pitcher is going to get hot or, or drop off or when the bats are going to get hot or depending on who's on base. And if you have runners in scoring position, there's there are so many factors. I mean, who would have thought yesterday's game, especially after us on the show talking about how the offense has surprised us and dropping all these nuggets of records that the that we've been seeing broken and how well they've been doing with hitting home runs, especially at Citizens Bank Park, to then be tied up 2-2 and the game come down to a a walk-off hit. Um, Nobody, like I would not have predicted that, but it's so unpredictable day to day, especially when you look at the bullpen being such a huge factor and the rotation of that, that it makes it a whole different level of nerve-wracking and exciting and exhilarating. And we felt that last night of just the ups and downs of like a slow no-hitter to start, Finally, you know, Brandon Marsh opens opens things up. The Mar- and then- As my daughter Skylar calls him, Brandon Martian. <laughs> so she lo- she likes calling him Brandon Martian, which that's I, cute. I I've, like that. I've embraced it too. I like that. Uh, yeah. But that was a clutch hit for him last night. <laughs> it, was. it was pretty awesome to break up a no hitter with going yard uh, to right field. It was, and what up, Tyreek Bailey in the chat? Thanks for uh, hopping in. Yes, I noticed that as well. Alec Bohm was absolutely <laughs> lit was so by the lit. time John Clark got to him. He had that look in his eyes of like, I know I'm talking about <laughs> our team in baseball here, but uh, there's a party going on I kind of want to get back I to. I liked it as the interviews went on. The answers got a little bit slower, and yeah. a li- you can tell it was. Look, I have for to, all of us I have to that think drink, about what I'm saying for here. all of us that drink, we have. There's like that in between where the the liquor starts to hit, but you're still you're not fully drunk yet, so yeah. you can still have meaningful conversation, at least you think. But you just have to slow it down a notch, and that's where they were. It's like this is not the first sip. We're, we've been drinking, we've been taking shots, party's been going on, um, and you're asking me questions and sticking a camera in my face, and I have to make sure I'm answering this as. Per- Professionals I can, otherwise I'm going to be going viral for all the yeah. wrong reasons. So I, I appreciated that made me Alec Bohm asking the cameraman if the camera was waterproof <laughs> before he gave it a champagne shower. That was very polite of him. Uh, so and if thoughtful. you had Kyle Schwarber uh, as the first guy to get to the champagne bottles in the clubhouse, I was watching intently. I was like, because it was kind of shocking me. Guys were going to their locker before grabbing beers. And Schwarber and Trey Turner were like right over there like, give me these damn bottles. Let's pop them. Let's have some fun. Yeah, uh, and those are some of you know the leaders of the team, and Kyle Schwarber uh, was leading the fun there last night. It, it was just an awesome, awesome night. Never yeah. gets old. I've been that's in the locker room saying. for two and of them, yeah. and it was a long time ago. I still like distinctly remember it <laughs> as just like an incredible night. And I was working, um, and I was still like, wow, this is really cool. Well, it is. It is also cool to see the the veterans, the guys that have been in this spot before, um, whether it was last year or or just in general in their career, that were the ones that walked in the clubhouse, kind of showing this is how we party. Yeah, this is how we it. let loose. This is like so. Kyle in that moment was kind of like 
opening the door for everybody else a little bit of like, no, nah, it's, it's time to celebrate. You know, we've got the plastic up covering the lockers. We've got the, the all the different um, tequila and, and champagne. We've got the goggles. It's time to let loose and party. And as they were talking about, these guys play so much baseball. They spend so much time together that they are, I mean, the family word is, is cliche, but it's the truth. I mean, you're spending hours and hours and hours of days together for the majority of the year um, in the course of a 12-month year, and now you have a chance to just, like, hang with your buddies. It felt it felt like a college frat house vibe for me again. Like, I was, like, feeling like you're back in uh, college. Yeah. It's just, like, you and, your, and the buddies just bouncing around, dancing, letting loose, doing ridiculous things. Uh, we saw Robert Dale, Mr. Bobby himself, getting involved with it, too, was doing a little bit of, you know, a little something, <laughs> something. But I like seeing how they let loose and also knowing that they earned it and they worked so hard to get to this point to be able to celebrate at Citizens Bank Park the moment that they had after the picture when the crowd just roared and was applauding them. Like, those are the moments you never forget about. Yeah, and watching John Middleton throw the bucket oh, of baseballs into the crowd. Uh, yeah, he almost <laughs> fell over twice. I was like, John. And real interesting, he was barefoot in the in the locker room. He was having a I blast. Because he's a, well, that's all right. Let the feet, that's good. No, don't that's, let the feet go. That's good. That's good rugs down there. That feels good. Uh, so let loose, Jay Middleton. You, uh, you spent a lot of money. You deserve this. And I think it was Tom McCarthy saying, you know, like, like this is genuine excitement because even before he was this billionaire, oh, yeah. uh, you know, he grew up a Phillies fan. So he feels it the same way I do. I would have been chucking baseball. He was throwing some missiles into he the was. stands. Yeah, like I hope Don't everybody was looking because he launched a couple in there pretty hard. Uh, but it was really cool to see. And uh, it was a great night to be a Phillies fan. And the beauty of it is they don't, Get law like you can celebrate because it's such a long season, as you yeah. said, without losing focus of the goal. You have until Sunday, Monday to get right. The games are going to be hopefully just Tuesday and Wednesday. And make sure you follow along on our social media accounts at uh, phly underscore sports and at phly underscore Phillies. We are going to have some tickets to give away. Woo-hoo! I believe we'll be going to game two. Hopefully we can hang out with some of you, but I believe we'll have game one and game two tickets to give away. So pay attention on our social media channels uh, for your ways to win those. I would love to uh, cheers a couple beers with Ryan or Tim or John or Barbara or Greg or Tyreek or Spiral Out Come or party Mopar. With us. All, all you nuts <laughs> that are in the chat here all the time. We appreciate you guys. We want to party with you. Uh, so really looking forward to next week. It's going to be awesome. I don't really give a damn what happens the rest of the year no. uh, these next five games don't really matter to me because thank you Atlanta Braves uh, <laughs> I, to our friends at CHGO Cubs um, sorry not sorry you're having the opposite <laughs> day of what we're having right now because that fly ball that was dropped that was the turning point in the game last night I don't know how you allow that to happen uh, but the Braves did the Phillies a huge favor there and uh, secured home field so thank you Atlanta Braves uh, to also be up so much um, and I mean look we know baseball can swing quickly but at this point in the season to drop that loss um, seven uh, runs unanswered at this point of the season. Ouch. You know, I don't know what, we don't know what that feels like. We don't know what that feels like. But Ooh. yeah, we've got jello shots happening off of Janie's knees on Broad Street. That's uh, I mean, a little yeah, gross. If you're willing, yeah, sure. That doesn't, I am pretty I'm clean. I'm not doing that. I am pretty clean. I, I take like two showers a day, ideally. Um, Do so, you really? Yeah, I love showers. 
Oh, that's not good for your skin to take many showers yeah. every day. I mean, it's not every day, but if I could, oh, I would. Oh, I see. Okay, that's uh, what I was going to say. I, every day you're just dropping these random things that we're learning about yeah, you, and I can't so handle. So my knees are clean, uh, but, you know, if you want to do a jello yeah. shot off my knee, I guess. Uh, yeah. Can, uh, yeah, you guys can do that. I'll watch and cheer you on. Um, yeah, honestly, we do have um, – I'm glad, Tim, you said you've got your tickets, and also you were saying that nice, this, today's game probably an L. Look, like James said, we don't care what happens uh, the rest of this. Just stay healthy. Get through the remainder of the regular season, and let's look towards being ready for game one. Uh, like Jamie said, we'll be there for game two. Hopefully, you guys will be there with us and definitely have a chance to win some tickets, which is very exciting. I know Ryan was also mentioning that you're struggling to have that downtime between our PHLY shows. I'm so sorry that you have a 30-minute break in between, uh, but that's a great time to uh, prepare for the next show, get refill a drink, go grab a snack, um, get your, your favorite socks and shoes ready no, to be comfy. No, I'll be wearing flip-flops, hopefully. <laughs> if you remember <laughs> last, last Red October, it was, it was kind of unseasonally warm. It was. It wasn't like these cold baseball games. Yeah. It was actually pretty warm. Uh, and judging by the weekend forecast, and I think early next week it, it looks pretty damn nice uh so it's gonna be great and you stole it, a cow i stole a cow did you steal a cow not that i'm aware of is that I, this jamie i always did want to go cow tipping after seeing tommy boy no i think that's so is it, is, it, is, it, is, it, is it they're all right right no are they all right i think so i think they just fall over does right? that hurt that I, I don't know i feel like that's not yeah. healthy for cows i mean it's, they got it's such little legs it's better than bodies. getting slaughtered which they eventually do so um <sighs> Yeah, oh, I'm going to be trying to uh, give my liver a little break before next week. I don't know how I our wanted shows to crack are going to be, guys. last night, but I was like, ah, I'm going to I'm going to give myself some time. Here's the tricky part, guys. We are doing pre-game and post-game shows for the Phillies playoff every single playoff game. So, yesterday was a day I was like, gosh, I wish we were doing a post-game show. But it but it's going to be here very soon. So, we might also be, hey, bringing the drinks to the show. You know, bring the shots, bring the whiskey, bring oh, the wine. Yeah. Let's let's get lit. So I'm trying to get I'm trying to give myself <laughs> a couple days breathing room. Uh, I do. Uh, we are going out this Saturday. Today is my wife and I's anniversary. That's right. Happy anniversary. Uh, so happy anniversary, Addie. Love you. Uh, so we're going out Saturday night. But outside of that, I think I'm really going to hydrate. I'm going to uh, maybe carbo load. Really try and get my body and liver dehydrated. prepared uh, for another red October because. Uh, yeah, I, I I feel good about this team. You know, Ricky Bo said it, um, my buddy Rick, last night. He said, you know, I think the Phillies are going to have a really good shot at this. Uh, and seeing the way they were talking in the locker room and reacting and, and how good this offense is and how good Aaron Nola was. Mm. That was his last start because Sunday's his next scheduled day. He's probably going to be pitching on Wednesday. So don't, I don't expect to see Aaron Nola pitch on Sunday. You know, he'll probably throw in his regular rest just to get some uh, movement on the arm and stay in his uh, rhythm a little bit. Um, but Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola are both entering the playoffs pitching pretty well. And when you have the two of them pitching pretty well, I really believe that you can compete with anybody in Major League Baseball. And this team's really freaking exciting right now. The offense is awesome. Like we talked about, to see a Rojas mm -hmm. come up clutch, like anybody can catch these hands. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> bring it on. Uh, Braves, screw you. Dodgers, screw you. If it's the Diamondbacks <laughs> or Cubs, screw you all. Anybody can come to Citizens Bank Park and get their ass kicked. And anybody 
everybody can come to Citizens Bank Park and use the Game Time app to do Boom. that. You can head on over to the Game Time app. <laughs> That's a pro right there. The Game Time app has you covered. You can use the code PHLY, get $20 off of your purchase to be able to buy tickets. To head, head over to the Citizens Bank Park or any other game for that matter to be able to come catch these hands that Jamie is dishing out. Oh, yeah. But let's let's unpack what led to the game. Uh, starting with Aaron Nola. He was phenomenal. Aaron Nola. No. Noma. Aaron Nola was phenomenal. Um, hit the 200 strikeout mark, which in itself was historic. For the fifth time, Aaron Nola passed 200 strikeouts in a season. Steve Carlton, who has seven, is the only pitcher in a 141 season history of the franchise to have more 200 strikeout seasons. Uh, we also saw Aaron Nola become the second place pitcher ever to clinch back to back postseason. Um, games, I guess, back-to-back -back seasons of clinching a playoff game. There we go. Words. Words with friends. And uh, it, like Jamie, that game. <laughs> Jamie, it's just been great to see Aaron Nola, who, as he talked about post-game, has had an up-and-down season. We've all been talking about it. We've been following it. We've been picking him apart. And Aaron Nola, 11-4, and four, is the record for the Phillies when Aaron Nola starts. So as much as we pick at Aaron Nola, as much as Aaron Nola struggled in the early parts of September, the Phillies are 11 and 4 in Aaron Nola starts. And as Rob Thompson said, still he still is the big game pitcher that they know they can rely on. So I I, I was happy to hear his post game thoughts because it was great to hear just how he's continued to be optimistic. He doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. He's he's a vet. He's he's seasoned. He's been here before. He knows what this grind is like, and he knows what he can bring to the mound. And we saw it done last night. And it's just a well done performance and a well-deserved ovation for him with the tip of the hat yeah. as he walked off the field. So I love that moment for Aaron Nola. The city's behind you. We're still rooting for you. We still know how great you are, Aaron Nola, and we're ready for you to help lead us into the playoffs. It was yeah, a great I mean, moment. he's the X Factor in all this. It was a really cool moment for him. You know, first pitcher since Jamie Moyer to clinch back-to-back -back, uh, years for a pitcher on the Phillies. Uh, so that's really cool. You know, one of the longest-tenured Phillies on the team. Uh, saw the bad side of things. Now he gets to see the good th side of things. And it was a really cool ovation walking off the field last night. Um, and I, I believe he went six and two-thirds last year in the clinching mm -hmm. game. wonder if Rob Thompson pulled him at six and two-thirds just to have that weird kismic, like, baseball uh, <laughs> karma out there in the yeah. world. Uh, but it was, it was just a, a stellar night. And Jeff Hoffman, we'll talk about the bullpen coming up in a little bit. He, uh, once they got that... I was supremely confident they were about to walk it off. Like, yeah. once oh, he yeah. got out of that jam, I was just like, all right, that's all they needed. They're good. They oh, got yeah. this because of that stupid freaking ghost runner. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, Hoffman has been incredible. And for me, he's my setup guy in the playoffs. I, I trust him a lot in high leverage situations. Uh, I think he's earned the chance to do it. Um, Kimbrell... Mm. We'll talk about Ooh. that more as we lead up to the playoffs because yeah. today's Oof. a day for celebration. Uh, but eh, it's a little sketchy right now. And uh, the great thing to see is Jose Alvarado is back. He's um, back. He's got swing and miss stuff. He's got the cutter moving again, you know, in the low 90s. He's got his gas back. Uh, he's my closer, plain and simple. Rob Thompson was talking this morning uh, and said what I wanted to hear, which was that Craig Kimbrell is not necessarily our closer here in the playoffs. It's going to be by committee and by matchups and by the hot hand. So, I, you know, everything Rob has done and said lately has been right and justified. And I think um, 
I think he deserves a lot of credit for this season. He said last night, you know, this is the most resilient club mm-hmm. I've ever been around. Uh, and our own Rich Hoffman in his, in his daily newsletter kind of bullet pointed a lot of the stuff uh, that they have been resilient through. And it's kind of more than I realized. And when Rob says that, you know, I don't, I don't take him lightly. Canadians don't lie very often. They're very they honest. They don't. Uh, so I trust Rob Thompson when he <laughs> says it's, uh, you know, his most resilient group he's coached. Uh, we've seen it all year. There's been a lot of highs and a lot of lows and a lot of injuries. And, you know, one of those guys is Reese and we haven't seen him. And, uh, you know, Trey Turner had a really rough three or four months and Alvarado and Sir Anthony have been hurt and there has been a lot they've overcome. So, you know, I think that once felt extra good to all of them last night. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, I know you guys are talking about Craig Kimbrell in the chat. We, we look, we're positive right now. We're not talking Craig Kimbrell in, in deep detail. Like we, like we need to, we will get there of what we're doing with Kimbrell. I, that's the golden question. What are we doing? But one thing that we are doing is we're seeing, um, just how much Rob Thompson has faith in these guys and, and honestly just that buy-in that everybody has. As you talk about injuries, Reese Hoskins, I remember early in the season we're talking about Bryce Harper playing first base and working back and what what level is Bryce Harper going to return at? How When will he return? And it feels like that was years ago. That was all in the same season that we had Bryce Harper coming back. You look at the injuries that this team has had, especially in the bullpen. Um, it's been a very resilient group because it's just been that next play, next man up focus that no matter who's on on the diamond no matter who's out there playing they know we're gonna we're gonna play Phillies baseball we're gonna stick together we're gonna not get too high not get too low we're gonna grind out wins and I know I think it was um Alec Bowman was actually talking about it in the locker room uh in the clubhouse post game of look we it just we're just winning regardless how we win we find ways to win and that's what you see from this group it's not always pretty last night was not a pretty game no by no stretch of the imagination if anything was very much boring and i was like holy crap what is what is happening here we were all excited for a clinching game to be all fun and it was not fun especially uh the you know the stretch of no hits um but overall you see both of these teams um not getting hits not scoring runs it's a slow game but what do the phillies do they find a way to win and that's what's made this this group so special is it has been by committee it's not just one or two guys you can point to consistently that are leading the Phillies and for last night's heroes to be a, a, a rookie and Rojas Hoffman um, Christian you know to have them be the names that are stepping up making the big plays scoring the run getting the walk-off hit when we talked about on the show yesterday specifically the new kids on the block we were talking about Orion and Johan and look who helps deliver uh. Uh, oh, um, it's, just, it's phenomenal to see the decisions that have been made by the by Rob. And I know we've attacked Rob at times. We all do. But Rob well, that's has, the nature has of continued. Baseball. Yeah, we're <laughs> going to. But Rob and, and the whole staff has continued to make decisions, taken risks. It's paid off in a big way. And now we're dancing into Red October because of it. Yeah, and they're playing their best baseball they have in a long time. A lot of things are just coming together all seemingly at the right time. And, you know, they might be the anti-Sixers where they, they really do play their best come playoff time. Um you know, it's it's really awesome to see. For me, the biggest thing, uh, we've talked about it over our first, like, three or four weeks here, was uh, can Aaron Nola kind of look like big game Nola here? He has. Check. Uh, can one of Sir Anthony or Alvarado 
uh, round into form and look like that guy you can count on to close out games for you. Check. Alvarado is there. Uh, you know, is JT going to turn a corner? Check. It, it appears he's playing really good baseball these final two weeks. Um, you know, a lot of the things that I was looking for uh, to feel good heading into these playoffs all happened. And it is a long year and, and baseball's a grind. And, you know, hopefully these guys keep it going here. If you did bet the Phillies season over on DraftKings, mm. you cashed. That is a winning ticket. They exceeded their their season win total last night. It was either 87 and a half or 88 and a half, depending on on where you got it. I believe it was 88 and a half on DraftKings. Uh, so uh, go cash those tickets, people. Good work by you betting that one. Uh, but overall, you know, only the 16th time in 135 years Insane. that they've made the playoffs. <laughs> Uh, that's that's uh, something to celebrate. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not very often that they've made the playoffs. And you guys are making great points in the chat. I agree with you, Chris. This team is absolutely built for October, November. This is a group that coming off of last year falling short in the World Series and something that they've continued to reiterate is they are they, they see the bigger picture. That was a great learning experience. We all, of course, wish they could have won the World Series, obviously. But having a new season a new focus just to take a step back and make some adjustments so that they can go the distance and be ready come World Series uh, to be able to win. So I think this is exactly what we're seeing play out. There have been a lot of frustrating moments. There have been a lot of dips, as is, especially in the summertime that we saw, that had us scratching our head or banging our heads against the wall. Um, I know someone said they just thought the Phillies were going to shit the bed last night because we've seen that happen. But this team, in all, in all seriousness, uh, absolutely is a favorite, Greg. I agree with you. Definitely a favorite. And they have the depth they have the pieces they have you know the players that can step up in big moments they have the bullpen now that we can have confidence with them heading into the postseason I, I saw people saying it's going to be lit at Citizens Bank Park we love winning we do love winning um, but it's just been such a fun fun time because it's like everything that's been slowly coming together that we've talked about Jamie um, that needs to be fixed or adjusted as you mentioned it's happening. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, again, Ricky said it last night on the post game. He goes, I think the World Series winner is going to come out of the NL this oh, year. Oh, yeah. And I completely agree. But when you look at the Braves, you know, their team at ERA in September was one of the worst in baseball. They were kind of leaking a little bit of oil. The mm -hmm. Dodgers starting rotation is beat up. So, like, if you're looking at holes to poke in the, in the two teams you really have to worry about, you can find them there. I'm yep. not sure... You know, obviously the Kimbrel bullpen situation is probably one you can point to. Yeah. But offensively, the Phillies don't have any holes. And if Aaron Nola is going to pitch anywhere close to what he's looked like oh in these last gosh. two games, there's really not no holes to poke in the Phillies rotation. Uh, we'll have to see if Aaron Nola can answer that question. Hmm. But, like, things seem to be going incredibly right in South Philadelphia, whereas some of those other teams – you can say, well, they've got an Achilles heel there. Yep. Uh, the Braves' offense does not have an Achilles heel. Yep. Uh, so that's why Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola are so important if you are able to you know, get out of that wild card round, which um, is going to be either the Diamondbacks <laughs> or the Cubs, I'm assuming. Uh, the Diamondbacks are the team. I, would, I think you sweep the Cubs um, in two games. Yeah. Diamondbacks might be a little peskier, um, but we'll see. Uh, how that race ends up finishing out here uh, down the stretch. But uh, I think it was Zach Wheeler last night in the locker room. You talk about the vibes at Citizens <laughs> Bank Park and how just outrageous it is. He said one of the young guys asked me and Harper, uh, is this what it's like in the playoffs, meaning the stadium and the crowd? And he said, huh, this is like a four out of ten. <laughs> 
If that's a four out of ten last night with, you know, the upper deck uh, not fully packed, I, I can't wait to get in there and feel the ten out of ten because I didn't I didn't make it last year to any games. I watched all at home from my from my house to get in that stadium and feel that playoff like uh, when the stadium's shaking and everybody's on the edge of the seat and the towels are going to feel that at a 10 out of 10 is going to be it's going to be special and the players and this is part of why they're so likable they know how special it is they all talk about mm -hmm. the stadium and the atmosphere of citizens bank park uh and that's what makes this team so likable is they they just kind of overall get it yeah, they do. They do. And that's what makes it more exciting that we'll have a chance to be down there um, checking out games at Citizens Bank Park, rocking our Phillies gear. If you don't have Phillies gear, FOCO's got you covered. You can head on over to FOCO. You can purchase merchandise, collectibles, toys, any sort of gear using the code PHLY, getting 10% off to get your merchandise so that you can make sure you're repping your squads when you're out and about or even just in your house, whatever works for you. Because FOCO has all things collectibles for sports, entertainment, uh, whatever that may look like, bobbleheads that they've got you covered. So it has been a, a lot of just excitement as we're talking through you know clinching and now looking ahead and uh thank you guys if you're enjoying my shirts i'm like trying to i've been bringing out some my own merch here um this is not a phly shirt though but just bringing out some more merch it's time to start repping the squad it's time to start like really for all of us we're, we're locked in even more this is what we've been waiting for to see how the team's going to be playing to have these moments and also now to look ahead to see who they're going to be facing and as we're talking about it's great that we're having this moments like last night are needed as you're building towards the longevity of the season of like a deep playoff run because that's what fuels you. You have the you have these moments where you can take a step back, you can celebrate, you can be with your family, be with your teammates, be with your coaches and celebrate. And that high and the excitement helps carry you that you're just floating on cloud nine, it feels like, versus having these games. You look at the Cubs, the Diamondbacks, who have been dropping a lot of results at this point of the season, even the Braves, who have had a really wonky September as we look at their ERA specifically. Those types of, of downs at this point of the season can be detrimental. You want to have not only momentum in how you're playing, but how you're feeling. So that way you're going in with that confidence and that swag. And that's what we've seen off. I mean, Nick Castellanos, Alec Boehm, great examples. JT, how he's been playing. Guys that are feeling it and they're grooving. And even when they make a mistake or don't have as great of a play because they've been doing so well, it just carries over and they're able to just get the next play or, or make it, you know, make the simple play sometimes. Yeah. Everybody always says, you know, hockey is the one sport where it's like, just get in and anybody can make a run at it. While that's true, I almost think baseball is more of a just get in type of situation because if you are playing your best ball uh, as yeah. we saw last year uh, you don't have to look much further than last year's Phillies team they played their best ball in September and into the playoffs and they just kind of caught fire and realized that you know they had the firepower to go up against anybody uh, you know hockey and baseball are the two but I, I think you can even make the case that baseball like just get in and if somebody gets hot it can happen and mm -hmm. you know I really think the Phillies lineup and the rotation and some of the bullpen pieces if used properly all have the potential to do that and rob thompson's gonna have a handful this postseason because his job's gonna be difficult uh, there's no sugarcoating it you know oh yeah uh how quick is his hook with some starters who are the bullpen pieces in what situations he's saying all the right things he's 
you know, guided him through this season of ups and downs and all that. Uh, but his job is going to be difficult here in the playoffs because he's going to have to push all the right buttons, not so much offensively. And we'll talk about Reese, uh, who he talked about this morning. Uh, that's pretty much a pipe dream to me. Yeah. I don't think Reese is really going to happen. Uh, he said he is running the bases. Uh, he's taking 75 to, <clears throat> excuse me, 80 swings a day. Um, but he did say, you know, it would take the World Series for Reese yeah. to make it back. Uh, and then at that case, at that point, if you are in the World Series, he's basically just a bat off the bench slash pitch hitter. Yeah. Um, because he said he can't play first. Bryce will have to play first every day. And then Rojas has played his way into the lineup in such a big way. You have to you have to push the right buttons with Rojas, Marsh, Schwarber, you know, like all that stuff. So I, I just don't think the Reese um, situation is one that's going to play out. Yeah. But it would be pretty freaking awesome if it if he gets an opportunity and then you're lucky enough to make the World Series. Oh, my God. If he got to come out for a pinch hit in that situation, I can still remember Kyle Schwarber coming out for the Cubs mm -hmm. and returning. And I was like, damn, this is really cool. And I wasn't a Cubs fan. So if Reese is given that opportunity, it'll be a really special Philadelphia moment. But they got to get to the World Series to make that happen. Honestly, I could see that happening. Um, if they get to the World, you know, they, of course, have to get to the World Series first. But that would this this season has already had so many things that have been story storylines and, and Hollywood-esque of just like the way it's unfolded. Again, I know we were talking about Orion on the show, as, as many people were following Orion's progression before he got called up to, to the majors and saying, oh, we wonder if he's going to be an option that, that they consider. Then a couple days later, here we the news breaks. So there's been so many storylines, Rojas, these different players that have unfolded. It would be very special if we get to the, the World Series and Reese Hoskins is able to, to come in and, and make a big play. But I know some people are saying they don't want to see Rojas. I mean, excuse me, Reese, wrong R. Uh, Chris Pierce, you were saying you don't want to see Reese at all. Um, in the playoffs. I mean, it's look. It's a long time it's off. It's a long time off. To it expect is, them to come back and just, and you know, hit a bomb. And it's hard to come back a bomb on the other side of that. It's hard to come back into the World Series of all times. You want to ease back in. You want to have some games that you can get under your belt feeling good versus being thrown into the fire, essentially. So it is something that I know a lot of people would love to see Reese back out there. I, I'm one of them, but I could see both sides of it either yeah. way. After hearing Rob this morning, I was like, yeah, it doesn't seem too. It seems like kind of a pipe dream. So there's your yeah. Reese Hoskins update. I mean, he he is running, he is hitting. Uh, the, apparently, he's making great strides. But you know, I, I just do think it's a long shot. And then you have to juggle that DH spot because if Reese can only be the DH, that yes. means Schwarber's in left field. And is he needed all that much? Yeah, is the other part of and it, then you're you know? you're taking Brandon Marsh's defense away from the Phillies, which yeah. defense in the postseason and. Do you know that this blew my mind when I saw this? There's only one player in the National League that is errorless this season. Do you hmm. know who it is? Rojas. No. Nick Castellanos. No way. He is errorless on the year, huh. which blew my mind. Actually, I think Johan just had an error. Yeah, a couple so weeks ago, I think so yeah. like defense is huge come postseason. And when you have the possibility to have Schwarber as your DH with Marsh and Rojas and left and center, I mean 
that's that's yeah. <laughs> that's some freaky levels of defense. So like you want that because Rojas can cover mm-hmm. so much ground, and then Marsh pretty much he can even cheat over towards the line a little bit more yep. because of how good Rojas is. And then you know does that double does that playoff double mm-hmm. that kills a team become a single if Marsh is out there? It probably does. Yeah. So like you know it's just like. Kyle Schwarber has to be your DH. Bryce yeah. is going to have to be your starting everyday first baseman. Uh, and luckily now they have the rest of this week to get some rest for some guys that need it. If I'm Rob Thompson, I say, hey, Craig, throw in the pen. Do what you think you need to do to keep yourself ready. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to shut you down for the rest of this week, and yeah. maybe that'll help you. He has had a big workload this season. That might be part of the reason why. If you want to send him over to Germany to get a quick blood cycle, um, I'm good with that, too. If you want to pump that up with some HGH uh, and really push the envelope, I'm all for that. Uh, do whatever the hell you think is necessary uh, to get some of these guys physically right. I'm all about the German blood cycling. I can tell. Yeah. Um, HGH that up. Let's go. Shoot him up. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, look, there's, and I know you guys are jumping in on on the conversation as well, John. You you've got some points you're making, but for Reese specifically, I think a couple weeks ago we were all high on Reese Hoskins coming back. We were watching Reese and his return, getting some runs in, you know, hitting, and it was optimistic that he might be able to get back earlier on in the playoffs. And the team was kind of in a spot where we were like, we, we felt like you needed something to shake things up a bit. But now I think with on the defensive side, as you talk about, but also just with the batting order and how well the Phillies have been hitting minus last night's five hits. Um, but that's okay. Um, overall, they were timely you don't need, and it worked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they hit, they, it was fine when, it, when, it, when they needed a big hit. They, Rojas was there. Um, overall, offensively, there's no need. You know, it's not like we're desperate in that sense and have to have somebody come in that can get hits and help them score but you know I think it's just nice to at least continue to see him working back but overall I would like to have him back from like a I just feel I feel bad almost and I I yeah I'm sure he's heartbroken about this yeah of course like you're as a player you're watching your team celebrate you you've been a part of this organization yeah that had to be tough for him last night and you're in the clubhouse and you're you're knowing that you're not able to take the field with them and you want to be able to go to battle with with your brothers and you know you can't do that but on the other side of it sometimes as as they're talking that it's not about me it's about what's best for the team and sometimes you do have to take that that hard look in the mirror and understand it's not me coming into the mix that's not what's best for the team right now even though selfishly um i'm sure reese absolutely wants to be back definitely wants to be back out there yeah so, and tim, yeah. tim williamson's in the comments um just addressing the nick castiano errorless thing look i'm not uh, telling yeah. you that he is um a gold glove right fielder yeah, it's not perfect but uh, <laughs> it is a slightly misleading but it just kind of blew my mind when i saw he was the only national league outfielder that was errorless um but it's a it's a credit to nick because I mean, from where he started last year as a defensive player to where he is now is night and day. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Nick Castellanos, he's having a career year for us, even though it didn't feel like it at times. Uh, That was more of me just giving him credit. He's become a better baseball player in his time in Philadelphia, which not everybody does. Uh, He started out slow, but he's having a career year in RBIs. He became a better fielder. I mean, hell, that, that play last week in Atlanta the double play, um, you know, that's a memorable Phillies moment where if you do make a run and win a World Series this year and we're popping bottles and eating horse poop on Broad Street, not me, but somebody else will, um, you know, you might look back at that Castellanos double play in foul territory and go, 
holy shit, that was mm-hmm. the play that, like, you know, could have, you know, given you that extra little bit of whatever you needed to get over the hump and, and make guys really believe or whatever. And this mm-hmm. is why, you know, soccer, I know, Renee, is your wheelhouse, and it's the beautiful game, and it is beautiful. To me, baseball, when it's like when everything's going on all cylinders, it's the beautiful game to me because there's so like I know I'm not trying to take it I'll away say, from why soccer. Why do you throw soccer in the mix? Can't because it's the beautiful, be the beautiful game. game. It's the beautiful game. I think baseball <laughs> is equally like romantic and beautiful. Okay, I was like, yeah. where? I'm not taking soccer, away from soccer. I am a soccer, soccer fan. Why is soccer catching no, no. astray right now? Because they're the beautiful game. The that's all. <laughs> I, know, I didn't name them that. Coming at me in soccer right yeah. now. No, it is. <laughs> I get that. It is. There's something romantic about baseball. I was gonna say poetic. Yeah, um, but sure. It is. It is very. It's very. Yeah, just the Something. way that it kind of like flows and yeah. the different moments that you have. It is it is a beautiful game also. Yes, yeah, yeah, for there sure. You go. <laughs> they can both be beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, we I have really been um paying close attention to those it's the middle guys. I mean, I think when we talk about championships for any sport, any team, um, it's not just the superstars that help you. Obviously, you need the Bryce Harpers and the Bryson Stotts and your big names, Kyle Schrober, to be playing well. But you also need to have those middle-of-the-pack of the guys that can make a big play. And we're talking about Nick Cassiano specifically. Um, Brandon Marsh yesterday, you know, you look at the plays that they've made, they're game-saving, game-changing plays that they're making. And to have those be your middle guys in itself is is encouraging because across the, the, the batting order, across the bullpen, across just the roster in general, the Phillies have some scary depth. And that is something that this team, as we talk about being built for October, November, is going to really – we're going to really see playoff. As beautiful as the season has been so far, it's only going to get better from here. We haven't even talked about Orion, and I know the Phillies are very hopeful and optimistic that Orion's going to be able to pitch in the postseason. Like, there's even more to come for the depth paying off in big moments where everybody kind of gets their time to shine when it's needed. So it's, yeah, and, it's, and Orion is basically going to be taking the spot of Reese, yep. who's on the IL. If Reese was healthy, he'd probably have to fake a Soto injury or somebody else if you wanted them on the roster. But mm-hmm. because of Reese's uh, inactiveness on the roster, that allows Orion, because of the August 31st deadline, to slide right in there and and hopefully play a, a big role. Like, I don't know why. I would never say after one inning of performance uh, <laughs> would I say throw this kid into the fire and, you know, kind of like when you need that shot of adrenaline or energy or 99-mile-an-hour fastball, I, I'm like, throw that kid in there. Yeah. I, it's weird. I don't normally feel like that. Um, but, yeah, throw that kid in there. Yeah, I know. And, and look, we talked about it um, after Sunday's game. Uh, it was only one inning, but it was so encouraging to see that one stuff. inning of the composure, the confidence, just Mr. Calm, Cool, and Collected Orion and just the way that he shined in that inning. It's We didn't even see him – well, we saw him celebrating in the clubhouse yesterday, but obviously he didn't take the mound. And now we're itching to see what he's going to do in his next pl- play, what he's going to do when he's back out there again. <laughs> so that's – something that we haven't even had a chance to fully see two innings of him yeah. yet. We're excited for that. I know, John, you're saying your wife, her favorite player is, is a Chef Castellanos. Yeah, we all know why. The backwards hat yesterday even had me swooning a little bit. I like I like Nick Castellanos' swag and, and how he brings the, the edge to the clubhouse. Yeah, John, your, your wife does not <laughs> like Nick because of his performance on the field or his relationship nope. with Liam. Nope. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's my daughter's uh, teacher's favorite player. And it was funny, last year I was picking, shout out to Miss Kelly, 
Kelly. Um, I was she's a huge Phillies fan, so uh, you know I, I would send Skyler in in her uniform and hat during the playoffs, and we talked a lot of Phillies. And she goes, "Yeah, Castellanos is my favorite player," and I was like, "Yeah, he's really coming around. He's starting to play really well." She goes. Yeah, that's why I like him. <laughs> and I was like, ah, okay. So he's the uh, he's the sex factor uh, on the Phillies team. Uh, I guess Chase Utley was that back in the day, and, and now Castellanos gets the torch and runs with it. So uh, kudos to Nick for being the sex symbol of the team. That's got to be pretty cool. <laughs> sex symbol of yeah. the team. Uh, yeah. You know, he's encouraging Rojas to show some skin. He's, I like it. I think I feel like he's the, the little have, Wayne guy. He's kind of like, like the, the swag Phillies, guy of the team. I feel like the Phillies have a good-looking team. Like, I don't look at, I don't watch sports. I will never be that woman that's watching sports because I just want to see the good looking men in their uniforms. That's not me. But like, when you compare them to other teams, like you've got, you've got a variety there. Um, I know for anybody whose wives or maybe are like. My wife has taught my daughter to say, Stotty too hottie. So, like, now yeah, she calls like him Stotty Too Hottie. They, they have a little bit of everything. You get, like, the frat boy look. You've got the yeah. cool guy look. You've got the long hair you and the locks. you got for us, like, Schwarber beefy dad muscles, bods. Like. By the way, him running third to home. Was that last night or was that? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> His little legs just get pumping there. And I'm like, that's like me seen. running for the Buffalo chicken dip on a football Sunday. <laughs> like, we, we very much are the same there. He's I, not I, there for the speed. <laughs> that's for sure. Because he's, when he's running, it's, it's pretty entertaining. you got a little bit of everything for They have variety. They've got different heights and sizes and then even different like you've got spanish and yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, john it's, dickerson it's says my 96 year old mom loves schwarber <laughs> see, uh, see, they've love got it. guys that cater to whatever type women have yeah yeah <laughs> uh and you know what else is my type that would be DraftKings. uh and i did take the phillies last night on the money line luckily not the run line uh and look football is back we'll be back in action tomorrow night for some thursday night football i think the birds are gonna blow out that team from dc on oh, sunday yeah. uh that might be my play of the week i think i think this is about to be ugly on sunday but DraftKings is keeping you in all the nfl action with offers every single game day new customers can take advantage of this new offer five dollars can get you 200 instantly in bonus bets throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups and walk away an instant winner and for you existing customers don't worry DraftKings has got you you can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action, so download the app now and sign up using code PHLY. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code PHLY. All right, Renee, this is where you get the timer ready. Because I am about to... Buzz through this like Red oh, October. No, I'm the stuff. disclaimer of DraftKings. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.com slash draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply 35.01 all right that's my playoff mark i got a beat here as we get into red october everybody's got to play like a champion yeah we all gotta step our game up yeah 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 i saw (laughs) trey turner grab that tequila bottle right away last night and i said that guy's got the heart of a champion in him (laughs) 
He's not, me- he's not wasting tequila. time with Budweiser's. He's going, give me that expensive tequila. I know what's tequila, up. Tequila, tequila. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I, uh, you gotta get, you gotta be better than 35. It's 35, definitely, it's I definitely beat. time I to, beat it. to raise the bar here. Yeah. Um, I know people are bringing Taryn Hatcher into the conversation. Hey, that's my former soccer teammate there. Is it really? She's, yeah. We, oh, played, we grew that. up together. We played soccer together for Where many, many years. She's beautiful. We love Taryn. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, it's, it's, it is a bunch of stuff. I think she's getting a lot of compliments in the, in the she chat. She is getting a lot of compliments. <laughs> I'm like, hello. Yeah. What about me? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a it's a bunch of good looking guys. They're talented. I know Stubbs had a lot of people swooning. I'm gonna keep using that word. He's a, uh, he's a was fun in, dude. Lisa was in the chat saying like seeing him in the overalls. Yeah, you that know, was funny. Even though he's a lot younger. And Rob Thompson, I think it was Tom McCarthy asked him in the locker room like, "You having fun with Stubbs over there?" And and the, and the look Rob gave about Stubbs, <laughs> like you can just tell he's like the glue guy. He is the locker room DJ. Oh, he's he puts that the together. Glue guy. But Rob was like, he kind of talked about him like, yeah, that's that's my idiot son. Like it yes. was like that yes. kind of relationship <laughs> where like you're like, yeah, I love that kid. Uh, so Stubbs is that Stubbs and I think Castiano, so the two vibes guy for the. But that's room. why I was I was watching it unfold and I'm like, and I know John saying. Alvarado brought in three bottles of of Don Julio. Like he brought what in the, the te- he brought in the tequila. We got Stubbs, who's who's got the music and the overalls. We've got uh, you know Nick and Brandon, who are the rappers of the group. Like they're each bringing in their own their own personality to add so, to the show, and that's the what total makes it fun. wine. MSRP on a Don Julio nineteen forty two tequila three hundred forty nine dollars. Oh, see. Uh, this is out of my price oh, range, I so I was unaware. Number. $164.99. Huh. It's not bad. It's not bad. But I think Alvarado had like two or three of those at he one did. point. He absolutely did. So my question, <laughs> I, and this is the way my dumb brain works. Obviously, the team provides the champagne and beer. The tequila, is that on the players, or That's does the team question. pick that up? That's We're going to have to do question. some digging there. There is, there is a weird... Um, Weirdly that I know this, there is a bundle that you can buy with the um, Don Julio and the Class A Azul tequila. Like they sell those in a bundle. I think that's what's three forty nine. Okay, actually. that that would make that sense, number actually yeah. makes more sense. Um, but yeah, they like that's. I think they have. To, oh, Greg said I'm pretty. Thank you, Greg. Um, I think that is <laughs> <laughs> probably on them to provide. Probably, I, I definitely would, would provide the drinks. I love that they brought out cigars. I'm a cigar person. Yeah, that's the whole cigar company. Thing. And Holtz, if you want to advertise with us, come Listen, on board. Great local cigar company. I saw their bag got are a you nice a cigar place. person. Um, from time to time, oh, I, I'd say okay. I probably have like three to four a year. Oh, oh, okay. So not very often. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have to be sitting down when I have a cigar. I'll have one during golf if, like, you know, oh. if the boys are being the boys and I getting see. the stogies going. But, like, I don't like the constant pick up, put down. I, I like to be, like, lounging. Like, they relax mm. me, so I just like to kind of chill. They are very relaxing. Like, the beach is the perfect place for it, but then you have to move away from, like, Oh, know, families yeah. and stuff, and then That's you're true. removing yourself. So, eh. you know, in yeah, a perfect I mean, world. Yeah, the celebratory cigar is is, is interesting. I would definitely have a cigar in the locker room last yeah, night. Yeah, it's, it's a totally different vibe. Yeah. But that is, I, I don't mind either way. I'm like, okay, John is, is saying only that the beer and champagne is provided. Somehow yeah, I would think the tequila is on them. And it looked like it because the way they had it set up, it seemed like the team had put them in the yeah. coolers or whatever for them. It looked and like then guys <laughs> went, ran to their locker to get the tequila. <laughs> uh, let's take a look How at the... You Doing. Yeah, <laughs> how you doing? Uh, let's take a look at the wild card picture as we're kind of wrapping up the day here. Uh, oh, yeah. Obviously, thank you, Atlanta Braves, uh, Chicago Cubs, 
it, it appears they just don't want to make the playoffs or something. They have been – talk about a team leaking oil and blowing every opportunity. Even when the Phillies kind of went on that little losing streak there temporarily, the Cubs couldn't take advantage. They kept losing too. So they lose to the Braves last night. The Diamondbacks are now five games behind the Phillies. The Phillies obviously have uh, locked up the top seed in the wild card. Diamondbacks have a one-game lead over the Cubs, and the Marlins are right on the Cubs' heels at a half-game back. Uh, San Fran, they're all but dead. You know, talk, players are starting to talk weird about Gabe Kapler again. Uh, who knows if his time is up there. And then the Reds, it might be too much for them, uh, but they're a game and a half out there of the final spot. So it's going to be an interesting final week. I'm definitely going to be scoreboard watching a lot. Um, and like we said, it's it's probably going to be the Arizona Diamondbacks, I would think, is the team that's going to be coming in here next Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, and then the divisional series will start on the 7th, that Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what next week looks like. Uh, scoreboard watching here the rest of the week. Oh, yeah. If you want to bet the Pirates today, I completely understand it. Uh, I would think these Phillies are uh, not feeling tip-top today. Yeah, yeah. No, that I no, nope. I'm not expecting anything. Oh, big San Fran is today. officially eliminated, I, according to I was to gonna Gabe. say the Giants have officially been eliminated, but also for the first time in thirty years, we're not gonna see yeah. a major league uh playoffs with the Yankees, Red Sox, or Cardinals, That's weird. which is very weird. Um, thirty years of having at least one of them in the playoffs and and we're having none of them in the playoffs that's yeah. just it's it's wild but baltimore hey, orioles just blew change. that division apart this I year i'm gonna say it's a sign of a change of the tides i guess you can say whatever you want to call it but it's it's great to be on the the positive side of all the celebrations and clinching because there are a lot of teams right now that have absolutely been getting eliminated they're in their final days they're winding down their season their teams are dropping the ball and not closing out to be able to secure a wild card spot so it's a great we're sitting pretty over here Jamie, yeah. with how the phillies have been yeah and gabe bassine said sosa's going deep tonight so if you want to take a long shot odds uh, home run play on DraftKings. Ah, go yeah. for sosa he looked like he was having a, a good time last night <laughs> tim williamson says any guesses on when the phillies are going to play on the third um I would guess that they are a daytime game uh, because they tend to like, you know, they like to go one and one NLAL and then NLAL again, but they do like having the West Coast teams play at the later time. So I, I would think it's just a guess. There's no rumors out there or anything yet. I would guess they are. You know, maybe that three, mm-hmm. three, four o'clock type of game, something like that. Uh, but there's always the possibility they're the, you know, I think it starts at 12. Yeah. Uh, 12, 2, like 4, 6, and 8, something like that. Uh, whatever it may be. But I, w- I would imagine it's going to be a day game if I had to guess. Yeah, Mickey's guessing night games. I know people have actually been tagging us on, on the X or Twitter asking us about. You don't have to say if X. We know. It's Twitter. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want them to, like, flag us and nah, take our stuff nah. down. It is Twitter. It will always it be was, Twitter. It's always, I still <laughs> call the, the venue across the river the Tweeter Center. Sometimes I still call it the Wells Fargo Center, the Electric Factory, like three blocks away. It's now, what, Franklin Music? No, it's the Electric Factory. I'm just going to call things. It's electric. What woogie, woogie, is, woogie. Uh, you know, in my heart and soul, and yeah. it's always going to be Twitter. Okay, okay. Ex. It is Twitter. Jamie has spoken. Twitter, it's Twitter. So, yeah, it is um, still up in the air with exactly when the game times are, but we do know we are going to be tuned in for the pregame shows and postgame shows. If it is a nice 3 o'clock game, it makes it even better that we can break out our drinks and uh, start 
early without having to start too early as a watched old dad <laughs> i really want day games i would love a day game yeah. it also means that we can day celebrate drink. day drink and be done during the day instead of it being like 10 o'clock when it's yeah. bedtime but uh yeah we've got more exciting things to come because red october is around the corner guys break out the victory song because the philly <laughs> philly's got the win all right more to come here on phoy philly's podcast we continue <laughs> following yes, all you the fun clouds. <laughs> It's always at the end that Jamie comes out with the most ridiculous <laughs> thing. But thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of the show. Be sure to subscribe, like, comment, show us love across YouTube and podcast platforms. If you miss us live, you can always listen back. Listen, a lot of our takes and a lot of our thoughts here that we're saying have been panning out correctly. So that's always also encouraging to see that we're predicting things and it's actually coming into fruition. And the next thing we're predicting is some victories. 13 of those in the postseason. Just so 13 more. Just a when lucky number 13. It's not that That's hard, not that right? Much. That's Just not that much. With all the games we play in a season, it all comes down to 13. So it all comes down to that, and we've got more here to come. There it is, lucky number 13. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you back for more here tomorrow as we've got a pregame and a postgame show here for PHLY Philly Podcast. For Jamie and myself, Renee, have a good one. See you next time. We all silly like the mayor. 